It's time now for Inside the Den, a weekly visit with someone inside the Baylor Athletic Department. Here's the voice of the Bears. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday. Fun deal we do on Mondays during the summer, may extend beyond that, is uh, Inside the Den, visiting with someone in Baylor Athletics that you may not normally have a chance to hear from, and uh, and maybe that's the case today. We welcome in Jake Baskin from the Baylor Bear Foundation. And uh, Jake, welcome to you on a holiday. Thanks for letting us bother you, and we appreciate you being on. No problem, John. Thanks for having me. It's hot out there, so I'm glad to have an excuse to be indoors today. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. We'll extend it as long as we can to keep you indoors as long as we can. And I, uh, I gave your title from our website uh, as a uh, you know preview of you being on, but I was wrong in that. So let me say and announce to everyone, congratulations to you. Uh, a move up in the Bear Foundation. Tell everybody about your expanding role in the Bear Foundation. Oh, sure thing. No big deal. I appreciate any intro that attaches me to Baylor Athletics is a good one, so I'm happy for any of that. But yeah, a lot of exciting things going on here within athletics as we wound down our comprehensive philanthropic campaign across campus, Give Light. Um, Baylor's Baylor's generous donors jumped us over the $1.1 billion mark here most, most recently, so as a result of that, we're expanding a little bit. We need to get more fundraisers out there in the field because we got so many generous donors. We, we need more people to go talk to them. So um, all that to say, uh, Nick Florence, my boss, a name that, that a lot of our listeners are going to know, uh, is, is still my boss. He's moving up to uh, handle what we consider principal level giving. And so I'll be here internally with University Advancement still um, working on major gifts. Um, as a uh, as a managing director of uh, of major gifts within athletics, Very. so same same job, just slightly different title. Still, yeah. the job is to go uh, advance athletics forward through our fundraising efforts. That's great, and I know you guys. You don't worry about titles one bit. You just want to get out there and do the job. But congratulations to you. That is a real step forward. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. And again, thanks for being on with us today. Explain how it works in advancement. And that's the term we use now. It used to be for many years development, you know, the area of development or fundraising. But now advancement is the term. Uh, Explain to our listeners how that works as it relates to your job and athletics, you know, compared to the overall advancement team on campus. Sure thing. Sure thing. No, I'm with you. I used to say development, and then some people thought I was maybe a real estate agent, which <laughs> nothing against that department at all, but that's not what I do. So right. I started using advancement. So, yeah, you know, Dr. Livingstone and our Board of Regents are really, really awesome and forward-thinking in terms of allowing our university fundraising team um, to be housed, essentially, at least the athletic arm of that fundraising team, to be housed here within athletics. Um which is really my passion as it relates to Baylor University in general. So there's the university development team responsible for um, our fundraising efforts and um, working with our donors on, on philanthropy and how they might want to impact Baylor and Baylor University. But our role here individually with athletics, um, there's a team of, uh, of three people, soon to be four, 
um, on the university advancement side that works to raise money at the major gift level for things like capital projects or our scholarship endowment or maybe uh, excellence fund endowments. There's a, um, a group of us essentially dedicated to that sort of special projects type fundraising. And then, of course, there's the Bear Foundation, which I'm definitely passionate about being a former student athlete here for the Bears and, and the the very small scholarship uh, that I earned uh, was still made possible by the generosity of those donors. So we work hand in hand closely with the, the Bear Foundation, the folks that are out talking to our donors, uh, six, 7,000 plus of them that are giving to our annual fund essentially to help offset our student athlete scholarship costs uh, for the 500 plus student athletes that come to Baylor to compete and represent us. So we work very closely, our major gifts team, even though we're technically on the university advancement org chart, we're embedded here, same hallway with all the Bear Foundation folks, and we definitely consider them teammates and colleagues in our overall uh, goal of, of fundraising here within the department, um, which uh, will be not quite sure yet exactly what it will be, but um, whatever it's going to be, we're going to work really closely with the Bear Foundation to, to make that happen alongside our major gift efforts. Gotcha. And I'm always impressed how uh, how organized uh, your area is. You know, advancement on campus, advancement uh, in athletics, Bear Foundation. For example, the uh, trip we took to Houston with Coach Aranda speaking at a dinner that night. You know, uh, Coach Aranda, uh, we left earlier in the day than we really needed to to get to the dinner, but you took advantage of that trip to uh, to visit some folks, some Baylor folks down there. Uh, you, you guys are really organized in that respect. That's true. That's true. Yeah, our alumni team, which is also housed under advancement, Paul Thorpe and his crew do a great job helping coordinate those types of events that bring a lot of Baylor enthusiasts together under one roof in one room. And we certainly try to capitalize on on the momentum and the energy that's that's you know gets around those types of events. Anytime your head football coaches. Uh, kind enough and generous enough with his time to to come out. We want to capitalize on that, and I think you would agree that at Baylor we uh, we try to be as efficient and and do do more with less than some of our competitors, um, just because of our you know maybe the size of our alumni base or the size of our school. But we've shown that we don't have to compromise or or give up anything when it comes to being competitive and being elite on the court or on the field of play. Um, but we've gotten good at doing more with less, right? So that's one of the ways we try to do that. Yeah, very well said. It's got to be a fun time, isn't it, Jake, to, uh, you know, with all the things going on at Baylor University overall and Baylor athletics in particular, to uh, to call on people. And, uh, you know, I'm sure those folks that you visit with love talking Baylor athletics and love knowing options uh, in which they can be involved. Absolutely. it's It's been kind of uh, Coach Drew and Coach Aranda, as well as all of our other head coaches here recently, to have such success across the board, um, whether it's, you know, championships in the conference or, or national championships or even the success we've had. Um, I say we, you know, being an older, old, over the hill, I might add, student athletes, hmm. hard to kind of take that, that uniform in your mind off. But, you know, our graduation success rate, the, um, the, the success we've had in the classroom, I think we're eight years in a row now leading our, our conference in GSR. Um, so absolutely a great time to be out talking about the green and gold. And um, people are certainly never lack for passion when it comes to Baylor athletics, but it's um, it's been great. The only thing I can think that might be better is just maybe having a headset on and being on the radio and getting to have all the confetti <laughs> fall on you from the radio booth. 
Um, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's better, but it's pretty good. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's pretty good. Jake Baskin, our guest, Associate AD for Baylor Athletics, Senior Director of Development, and uh, former baseball letter winner. And uh, I'm thinking about, about the years you were here, Jake. Uh, came in in 95, finished in 2000. That was a very successful stretch. Uh, really, the start um, uh, very near the start of uh, Steve Smith, Mitch Thompson, Hoot Jonigan, that era of Baylor baseball. Uh, what stands out to you about your playing days at Baylor? That's a, that's a very short conversation in memory, John. It doesn't take me too long to talk about <laughs> my playing days. I think the greatest contribution I made, well, and you're right, some, some historically good teams for Baylor baseball in the late 90s, and I was certainly glad to be a part of that. I had a great seat for – 99% of them, meaning the bench or the bullpen. Um, my, my biggest contribution was probably just staying out of Jason Jennings' way um, on his way of our apartment over to the baseball field. We were roommates for a couple of years. So the best thing I did was just stay out of his way so he could get to the ballpark. <laughs> That's great. That's cool. But you you were a big part of some really great, uh, really great teams, really great seasons. Jason Jennings, big part of that. 98, the NCAA regional in uh, in Gainesville, Florida. Wasn't that fun when when this team broke through, you know, finally broke through and went to a regional? Absolutely. No, for sure. And I probably my one of my favorite memories. I mean, they all kind of run together and it's it may be odd to 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 name a loss as one of the highlights, but you'll probably remember that next year in 99 when the ballpark was nearing its completion ballpark and we were able to host the super regional against Oklahoma state and sweltering hot classes were already over, but it felt like the entire student body stuck around that summer to come out and, and cheer us on and support us in that super regional against Oklahoma state and came up a little short, um, five outs, not that I'm, not that I'm counting or yeah. remember, um, but was really neat experience just to see our student body and really the city of Waco rally around our program and our team. And again, we didn't complete our goal that year, but um, like to think it, it went a long way towards establishing some of the championship pedigree that, that came uh, in the years following. And certainly that 05 team that, that went to Omaha that I've always had so much respect for. Yeah. And uh, in 2000, part of a uh, big 12 championship team in 2000 as well. So a lot of success during your time here, and Mitch Thompson is uh, is now back. Uh, the announcement yesterday or last week in the formal press conference we now know coming up on Thursday of Mitch as our new head baseball coach. Uh, that's fun, isn't it? Because I know you know Mitch really, really well. You know, I've heard a thing or two about Mitch in the last <laughs> week or so. I, I thought there was some news that I needed to tune in on. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, thrilled for coach Thompson or, or coach T as a lot of us know him as I, I know, I guess technically we're, we're coworkers at this point. I, I may need to start calling him Mitch, but I, you know, he's always going to be coach T to me. So um thrilled for he and Amber and just could not think of someone more well-prepared or deserving. And really quite frankly, who I think wants this job uh, and wanted this job now that he's got it. Um, I'll say in the present tense, uh, then, then, than anyone else so excited for him and can't think of anyone better to to try to get things back to where we know they they can be and where we we enjoy them to be not so long ago yeah that's true and isn't it fun to have somebody you know coming in uh you know new head coach for a program 
But gosh, he knows uh, Baylor so well, and he knows Baylor baseball so well. 18 years here as an assistant. You know, that's that's really fun to have Mitch uh, coming back home, if you will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think he'll that that's true in more ways than one, right? Just in terms of some of the relationships that he's got across um, our state, which is a pretty strong one from a prep baseball summer league club league standpoint, those relationships he's got, it's not like he's going to have to start from square one or kind of get out a Texas map. You know, if there's anybody that knows his way around the back roads of, of Texas high school and summer league baseball, it's Mitch Thompson. So yes, he knows his way around campus, but, but I like to think he knows his way around our state and um, and the and the recruiting ranks as well. So I think um, there's a lot of different ways that that coach can capitalize on on his time here. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, tell us, uh, Jake. I mentioned this earlier. Also, before you came back to Baylor, before we got you back home here at Baylor, you spent was it ten years in Austin working uh, working at UT. Well, we don't we don't have to necessarily let everything out of the No, back. no, no, no. This is part of your story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually just say a conference competitor. There no, you go. I, I graduated from Baylor in two thousand with a business degree and this was back when the internet was like you know, I, I sound like a an old guy here, but the internet was really just starting to kind of come online, no no pun intended, and, and Dell Computer was investing pretty heavily in college campuses for recruiting purposes. So I I went to work for Dell right out of college for about three years and really just didn't take me long to really miss the pull of, of uh, athletics and specifically uh, college athletics. And so the, as quick as I could, I, I jumped into minor league baseball um, vocationally. I uh, wasn't drafted, but started working for the Round Rock Express just because I missed being around the game so much. And then um, for about 15, 16, 17 years after that, my main career was in uh, third party rights holder so basically selling sponsorships and advertising for for college athletics teams and did that for a couple of schools uh, uh through Learfield IMG College but am am thrilled to be back here in Waco for uh the last 18 20 months or so getting to be a part of Max Vision to prepare champions for life that just really resonates with me and the experience I had as a college athlete I mean I I, I was having a little fun with it earlier earlier but even just being on the very end of the bench, so to speak, just the the uh, the opportunity that college athletics affords people, and I've got the benefit of kind of looking in hindsight in retrospect to to the lessons that that I was able to learn and experience, and how that helped me, um, as Mac would say, prepare champions for life. So that when I heard about that, it was like, yes, sign me up. Let me get in the middle of that. Wow, that's great. That's a great story. Uh, final thought, tell everybody uh, about your family. I know Ryder is, uh, is the one member of your family I, I see most often because he loves coming out to practices and games and coming up to your office. No, you're absolutely right. He he has already laid out the clothes he wants to wear to his first football game. And I've tried to explain to <laughs> Really? Like, you know, 100 days away or whatever from even when that game might be. He won't be going to the first one. Um, but he is undeterred. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have my wife, Meredith and I, uh, we're celebrating 10 years of marriage next summer. And, um, we have, uh, uh, just turned eight year old girl. We have a writer who'll be six, um, on Friday and uh-huh. then Kate, 
is three and a half, and her twin sister Maya obviously will uh, is three and a half as well. So three girls and a boy. Very nice, great family there, and man, we are so glad you are uh, you are here at Baylor and back at your alma mater and doing great work uh, with Advancement and with the Bear Foundation. Hey, thanks for letting us bother you on a holiday. I really appreciate it, and uh, I will see you down the hallway tomorrow. No problem. One quick shout-out if I can, because yes. I know you like to do birthdays this yes. segment. Yes. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind the, the uh, Bear faithful that uh, Mr. Florence, Nick Florence, you can fact-check me on his age uh-huh. tomorrow, but his birthday is tomorrow. Um, <laughs> not today, but hopefully within the 24-hour rule. So, uh, happy early birthday to Nick, and Again, thanks, John. I, I wouldn't even be in this chair if it wasn't for the generosity of our donors and their desire to make an impact transformationally through the lives of our student-athletes here within athletics. So we're so grateful for all the generosity exhibited to Baylor Athletics through our donors and is just excited for what's coming down the pipe in the coming years. Well, it's exciting. Thanks very much, Jake. I appreciate your time. All right. Take care. All right, see you. Thanks. Jake Baskin uh, with the Bear Foundation, Associate AD, Senior Director of Development, and that is a move up. Nick Florence uh, had been uh, in that chair in that office, but is now moving to campus. He's not leaving Baylor, but Nick, uh, really an expanded role, opens the door for an expanded role for Jake Baskin as well, former Baylor baseball pitcher. And uh, you think about, you know, some pretty good seasons in there, 95, 96, 97, 98 goes to the uh, NCAA tournament in Gainesville, uh, Florida. 99 hosts a regional, hosts a super regional, comes close to a college World Series uh, appearance, losing to uh, Oklahoma State in the super regional in 99, and then 2000 uh, Big 12 Conference Championship team. So, Jake, uh, he's downplaying it, but a big part of that success for Baylor baseball. All right, uh, we appreciate Jake. That is our Inside the Den segment for uh, this Monday. Let's